All right, let's get this thing rolling here. I'm mad about that jersey, but we'll discuss that at another time. <laughs> what you? Well, first off, what have you gotten from Wish that didn't that that didn't fit? Nigga, what have I got that did fit? Nigga, shoelaces too short. Nigga, nothing. Nigga, nothing from Wish fit. Nothing. I'm gonna tell you. So I'm uh. We we back up in this thing. Uh, joining me today, man. Uh, one of my my profites, my friends, man from H Town. He's he's got some legendary stories around the city, from most city. Uh, what known each other since high school, all the way through to college, and now uh, one of my frat brothers, man, good brother, man, Chris Lewis, joining me on there, the infamous C Lou. Now, if you go back to the uh. <laughs> the, the the Billy hits the frat up for a 30, 30k story. If you go back to uh, Gang Not a Frat, uh, old school episode about uh, my my line brother, old school. Shout out to him. What about the, what about the party at the motherfucking penthouse? <laughs> yeah, the penthouse party episode. You will know his name has come up quite a few times. Quite a few times. He also I played the fifth. He pleased the fifth on a lot of shit. We've also both known Michael Jackson. <laughs> Beat it. Nigga, I pleased the fifth on everything that has ever been discussed on your goddamn show, nigga. I pleased the fifth. I don't I'm know. not going to lie to I was you, in so, Bible study. And so I was day, in Bible study. Let me tell y'all. He going to say that in Bible study. Now, first off, his mama and my daddy used to work together at Sterling. <laughs> so that's, that's a whole nother story right there, man. I've been right. seeing it. Hey, your old man got your pops got to be the funniest dude that's that's living, bro. Your old man be cracking me up, dog. That's because he 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 a uh, damn this seventy year old hood nigga who just try still trying to straighten his life up. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> he been trying for fifty years, man. Still trying to do right. Man, dog, we 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 got a lot of stories, a lot of stories. I'm trying to think where we're gonna start at today. We go back to I I know one mm. story in particular. Uh, all right, how so far we, you wanna go back? Oh, uh, no, this is a good one. So, all right, so we online, me and my live brothers. Uh, this night in particular, we, we we coming off, we came off of, this is what happened. So the brothers came to the house one night, came to set, this wasn't set, this was a session. So they come in there, they get us drunk. We get drunk, at, at, drunk and, at, I mean, out of our mind drunk. I'm out of there. Me, uh, E. Davis over there with E. Wash. And so the next night, we end up going to see Lou House. So we got the idea that we gonna actually get to work on our probate shit if we come over there to do our probate workout. Because <laughs> he done told our team, some kind of way it gets communicated that we gonna be halfway on the cool tonight. <laughs> and yeah, it's gonna be easy night. Easy night, man. Teaching so, and learning, man. Teaching that's what, that's and learning. what they said. I don't know how it snowballed, but this night in particular, the nigga ended up taking all our canes and breaking all them holes that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it's a time and a place for everything. I felt like it wasn't a motherfucking time, man. It was just too early. So I made an executive decision. Hey, <laughs> what, what that do? Canes and break them. <laughs> hey, what oh. that commercial say? Chuck, you chuck throwing that wood. Why you throwing it? <laughs> hey, man. Nigga, I was the woodchuck, nigga, fucking off everybody wood. Man, that nigga took, <laughs> took everybody. The human woodchuck. Broke, broke it, 
all type of stuff, man. Hey, uh, Louis, what name for me a night that you probably didn't think would end that was just crazy when you was in undergrad? Something you went through going to school that just like, nigga, this is an epitome of an intense situation. With the bros? Yeah, you could do you could do that with the bros. I I'll tell you this: the night that Boosie brother tried to set us up to get to get murdered, we in Louisiana. So <laughs> let's. <laughs> so Boosie brother TQ is cool. Me and him cool. We've been cool for a long time. So he uh he plays that Southern. So we down Shout there for the homecoming. AC. So we go down there. The plan is we just gonna go kick it. We on the fun bus. We don't. We gonna go down there and kick it and kick it all big for the weekend. Ain't gonna be no problems. We good. Well, we start getting loaded and then bros and start drinking. I don't know how niggas done done smuggle liquor on the school activity bus, but the liquor gets gets down there. We faded, faded. We get down there. We supposed to go to the to the to the frat house to say what's up. Now we already don't fraternize with nobody. And niggas just started getting upset and not feeling like they want to be bothered with. So by the time we get down there, Hampton Moore, R.I.P. to the bro, to my boy, my boy Memphis, he comes up and says, "I don't even know why we going over there to kick it with them. We don't know them Negroes like that, and they don't know us. I'm telling y'all now, if one of them get out of line, that's gonna be on." And so in in our mind, ain't nobody thinking nothing finna pop off because Kel, he uh he went to law school at TSU, but he also plays that at AC. So he there mediating the situation, like, hey, man, everything going to be good. They're going to set it out for y'all. So we get the parking lot. Nobody moves. There's two separate situations going on. It's awkward. We get out. Niggas don't say nothing. Then so uh, I don't know how he really popped off, but Tree, Tree goes off, and uh, he comes back. I remember, I remember exactly how it started. Okay, so what, what, what started with Tree? And how did Tree and Memphis get that popped off? So what had happened was Tree arrived late. Okay. We we had got there, fucked around a little bit, and then we had went up to the top of the hill because we were going to the party, the Big Creek party. Yeah. And we were at the top of the hill, and Tree called somebody's cell phone and said, hey, man, hey, these dudes got me cornered down here, man. They all up in my face. <laughs> 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 these dudes trying to jump me. He never said it was bros. He never said that. <laughs> he just said, these dudes, these Negroes trying to jump on me. So, of course, somebody said, hey, y'all, tree in the parking lot about to get jumped. So, at that point, 15 of us, had to be at least 15 of us, we uh, run down here, and there we see tree surrounded by some dudes that just so happen to be wearing the same shit we got on. So at that point, that's when we figured out it was bros. So <laughs> Tree said, yeah, that dude right over there, he pointed at one of them. That dude right over there, man, that dude tried to put his hands on me, charge me up, and this, that, that. And everybody's like, well, hold on, man. Maybe they didn't know who you were. He said, no, goddammit, I got my jacket on. Yeah, <laughs> 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 his jacket on and everything. He said, no, they just disrespect." And when he said that, I turned and looked at Memphis. And Memphis said, well, all these motherfuckers did that on purpose. They, they try to charge him up because he's small. He's small, so they try to charge. I ain't small. What's up? Charge me up. I ain't small. <laughs> and, I, and it was at that point I said, well, let's go ahead and play the odds. 
If yeah. by 20 of them, by 12 of us, I figure we can get out of this situation civilized unless they got at least one dummy out of the 20 who gonna say something after Memphis has made that statement. Yeah. And it's like shooting dice with a crackhead. You can't win because even if you win, he gonna run off with your money anyway. <laughs> so I sat there and I looked and one of them looked over at Memphis and said, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> now you, we supposed to be here for brotherhood. We supposed to be out here party. for the whole party. Yeah, no, we supposed to be at the party chilling. Soon as he said that, that young man's jaw shifted <laughs> like <laughs> like tectonic plates in this motherfucker. Remember he did do. Memphis hit that dude so hard. If that dude had a beard, that shit would have been a ball fade immediately. <laughs> immediately. He would have knocked the hair off that nigga face. He hit him so hard. And then it was like, but God let me damn, tell you why he hit so hard. He hit hard because the, when you go to the weight room, it's exercise that you do for, for, for shit. But this nigga do exercises that ain't got nothing sports related at all. But it's all for, he got a dumbbell and he doing like this, just doing this. <laughs> he Not, doing the fight he ain't doing the, he With the heavyweight, he doing this. I'm like, yeah. you don't want to do no shoulders? Don't, uh, this is it right here. That's all I need. I don't need nothing else. I said, yo, girl, the bitch, no. Nope, I don't need it. That's all I'm doing. This nigga just doing dick. So when he hit this nigga, I don't even think he hit him square. It's like he donkey Kong punched the nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit that dude that hard, man. That dude might still be laying there now. <laughs> God damn. So then, while this, we did, now let me tell you how I'm walking up. I see the little commotion about niggas yelling and shit, and I'm like, I'm drunk and I see Memphis, and then I just see the, the arm come out. Now I got some girls I'm walking with to see the bros. I'm like, yeah, man, my frat brothers of it, we are. Oh shit, they like, oh, they fighting, they fighting. So now what we don't realize is where we are in this little parking lot, this this area, it's right outside the stadium. There's people yep. are lined up to go in the step show, the Greek they show and the Greek party. party. Yeah. So they look over and they all they hear is, ooh, ooh, them cap beating them. Other cap was up. And then our whole school was there. TSU was there. So Southern students there, TSU students there. They all watching us from the fun bus. So then the hood niggas come over. And by the time they get over there, it's a full-fledged melee. The police yeah. come out. I, 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 Nobody hit me. And when I got over there, you know, I'd be getting into it sometime. But this was the day I was kind of like, well, let me... I was I was doing what they call refereeing. I was uh, all right now. Uh, hey, now, hey, keep it keen. Now, what, what, what's going on here, man? Hey, hey, what's happening? Hey, hold what's on now, brother. Hold on, hold on, hey, brother. Wait a minute now, brother. Wait a minute, brother. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best not to fuck up the fact that we down there. And we trying to get some stuff popping, and yeah, yeah. it is getting it is going down the drain quickly. But that so was when like, they started that was when they started swinging, what happened? Uh, what 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 happened with you when you was when you when you when you did that? When I saw Memphis connect with that young man's brain stem, I said, "Okay, I know what time it is." So I immediately picked out one guy. 
<laughs> one, one unlucky young man, and I caught his ass too. Because at the end of the day, one of us getting punched, and it's not gonna be me. Yeah, somebody. So I caught him. Yeah. Oh, I caught him pretty clean. Caught him real clean. And once he ran <laughs> to the concrete, I got on him and kind of covered up a little bit just to make sure nobody could sneak me in the back of the head. And went to work on him some more until the police came. One police kicked me in the ribs. I said, God damn, I know that's not something they teach you at the fucking academy. Now, like now let me tell you about C. Lou. C. Lou just graduated. So he really just yeah. trying to just walk. So he yeah. really just there on some like, man, I'm just, I'm really just having I'm a weekend out. You making real money. You got, you got real shit yeah. going on. You got real life shit. So this, he, he, he trying to be civilized at this point. Like, you know what I mean? Come on now, y'all. Hey, this is not what I wanted to do. It's not what I came for at all. But hey, man, hey, kids are vicious these days, Luke. And at that time, I had just started teaching. I was a fucking teacher. I wasn't going to school with that black guy and had to explain that shit to them kids. So hey, I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. Hey, but you know what? That's that's really the story of our chapter. Have I ever told you about the first beta up party I ever went to in my life? Uh-uh. What happened? I didn't tell you that story. No. Oh, Luke, that's the greatest story in history, man. So I'm in the, I might have been in 10th grade, 10th, 11th grade. It's like 96, 97. They had a party at a place called the Brazewood Inn. You remember Brazewood Inn? Oh, I remember Brazewood Inn. It, it, the chairs yes. are still yes. in the air at Brazewood. Yes. You, yes. you ever been? A, you ever seen an episode of Boondocks when they was like, when a nigga throw a chair, that all is from Brazewood. <laughs> Them chairs to be thrown. <laughs> That was Brazewood Inn. So I went to, I snuck in a college party. Me and a buddy of mine, CB from high school, we snuck into a college party uh, on a good Friday night. And I went in this party. And the first thing I noticed was all the dudes, you know, standing at the door and all that. They all got on shirts and ties and all this shit. And I'm like, damn, I'm starches and some Jordans. You know, so the first thing I'm thinking is I'm not getting in. Ain't no way they let me in dressed like hood nigga. Because at that time I speak the look. I didn't know nothing about that. So I get to the door. They let us in. Me and my boy. We know we out of place though. We know we out of place because they dressed up real nice, real real nice. And I get in, and you know, DJ jamming. Everything's cool. You know, the you know the ladies was there. Yeah. Ladies always in the capital party. So it was cool. We didn't know nobody. We high school Negroes trying to just fit in, trying to, you know, lay low under the radar. And everything's cool. Right. And I saw some other cats come in, too. Cats with some braids and some gold teeth and shit. And I said, well, damn, they look more out of place than we do. But right. they in here, too. Everybody's partying together. So this one, the first time I ever discovered the Kappas taking it around. Okay. Yeah. Taking it around for the people that don't know, that's when they get in the line and everybody do they start doing the little they start doing their step. Right. Yeah. The golden rule about when the capitals or anybody else is taking it around is that you don't break that line. Yeah, you, you don't, I don't, you don't give break a that shit. Line. I don't give a shit if Jesus on the other side of that line. You wait until the last nigga been finished and then you cross and go see your savior. You don't cut in between that line. No. I saw a dude cut in between that line, and he got clotheslined immediately. I'm talking about some WWF Monday Night Raw type. <laughs> he, he, he w, got, it might have been WCW. It might have been some WCW type shit. 
uh, on some Ultimate Warrior type shit back in the day. So he cut, he got clotheslined. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he gets clotheslined. He get up like a true hood nigga. Say, man, hold up, God, what the fuck? Couple of his homeboys ran up, and all of a sudden, these dudes that was in these shirt and ties, these niggas did what is now known as like the the TikTok video. These <laughs> niggas, I just flipped the swip, and them niggas, <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> these was niggas. <laughs> Right, the they they do this. I just flipped the switch. Flip, flip. All of a sudden, they got their ties loose. I saw niggas with tattoos under their bow ties and shit. I was like, what the hell is going on? Man, they got the snatching the braids off these Negroes, knocking gold teeth out everything. I said, oh shit. I thought they were small, sophisticated ass niggas with these canes on. These niggas was hoodlums. They was all hoodlums. I was like, oh shit. So they got to beating the hell out these hood dudes, right? So the police come in. The first policeman came in. He dropped one or two of them, put them on the ground. But the second policeman came in, the dude here was like the rock slash macho man Randy Savage. He comes in, he grabs two hood niggas in the headlock with one arm. I said that right now. He got two people in one arm in the headlock. That's a big old nigga. One arm. Yeah, yeah, he got a two-piece and one arm because he's that goddamn big and that strong. He grabbed one nigga and ripped a braid out of his head. I said, Jesus Christ. He grabbed a cat by the throat, put him on the ground, and then he did that shit the rock do while the rock puts down. <laughs> he did that kind of shit. I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, it wasn't until years later I found out this dude's name was Merc. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, yeah. I found out a couple years later who he really was. But that's what fucked me up because they the cops done beat up these hood niggas. The police came in to beat up these hood niggas, and it didn't click to me that the police didn't grab under the capital. I was like, damn, they can beat up the hood niggas too. So now all the hood niggas are beat up. They all getting drug outside. The DJ cut the music back on and started playing a song called Flashlight. I looked up and all the policemen did like that. I said, <laughs> God! Man, it was like the last episode of Breaking Bad or something, man. It fucked me up. I just, I wasn't ready You said the best they did the, I just flipped the switch. Flip, flip. <laughs> no, hey. Hey man, the laws started stepping around the party and shit after they done beat up the hood nigga. I said, wow, this is some crazy shit. I need to be a part of this. This is like right up my alley. This on some ignorant ass, thrown off shit. You know, these niggas is sophisticated. And then when they hit the TikTok video with, they was niggas. I said, oh shit. Like it, it was perfect, man. It was beautiful. Hey, that, was let like, me tell you when I seen this nigga flip the switch, so. The night he talked, the, the first story we were talking about about tree in at, at Southern. At Southern. The next, day, the next day. The next day. We they, they had a party and they had invited us to it and told us that the beef was over with. So we, we we niggas is saying before we go to the party. Nah, don't go to the party, man. The beef ain't over with. They setting y'all up. Nah, man. They said it's good. They said we straight. Oh, come on out, man. We're gonna show y'all some love. They kept saying they was gonna show us some love. Man, we're gonna try to set up. <laughs> like, look. 
we get in the party. See, Lou got his slacks on, and he got his shirt on, and he got his little hat on. All right, this party going good. Ain't no be no problem. We get to the end of the night. Flashlight come on. I got the mic. Now, me, TQ right here. TQ was Boosie Brothers. And one of the niggas from Trill Entertainment was up there and the DJ. I don't know if the DJ was A-Bay Bay. I think it was A-Bay Bay from, uh, from, that's it, on K104 on in Dallas. So I get on the mic and I start chanting. And then I look out into the crowd and I see my nigga, uh, Brian Newkirk. Now, Brian, was, you know, he's from Fort Worth. He cool. He just laid back, chilling. All I see is, is there'll be like a little scuff commotion. I'm looking, and then all I see is Brian with some linen pants on walking this nigga across the dance floor. All the way like across this. the goddamn dance floor. Boop. All the way across the floor. Boop, boop, boop. Boop. And as he as he's walking, we can hear the crowd. Ooh, boop, boop. He walking, he walking a nigga across the dance floor with his fist. And so C Lou looked back at me, and all I see behind him is a cane come up and hit that nigga on top of the head. And he said, God like that. Then I seen C Lou grab a nigga, throw a nigga over there into the crowd. I said, Oh, this nigga's going crazy. So now I'm like, all right, I got no choice. I got to try and get in this at some point in time. Now I got. Yeah, to you have to. You have no choice. I, I have no choice. So I jump off. I jump off the stage. I'm looking for my line brother, Baby James. Baby James, right here. He didn't hit a nigga in the corner. Him and John Rashawn is beating up four light, four light skinned niggas in the corner. I don't know who. I don't know what happened, but they done kind of cornered four niggas in the corner, and they working these niggas in the corner. So I'm like, all right, man, we got to get the hell up out of here. I was like, man, this shit getting out of control. Right, baby James, let's go. So I look to my left, see Lou, he hit a nigga. Then he's like, man, get out the door. So he started trying to push me out the door to get out the party. So we all some kind of way start walking out the party. As we walking out the party, I don't know if you remember this. Club security come behind us because we turned to come back in. He pulled the thing on us and say, nigga, you move again, I'm going to kill you. And so we, fed, we started scattering back. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Go in your room. What are kids? Kids running around a muck. Hey, in your room now. Come on now. She's quarantined. You ain't gonna stop that. Them kids sleep scared. All thrown out. So nigga says, if you move, nigga, I'm, if you move and come back this way, I'm gonna kill you. So I'm like, fuck. Oh man. So you gonna kill us? That's all I remember, nigga saying. You gonna kill us? Right. We was like, you gonna kill us? We gonna die? So some kind of way, I see a truck pull up, and then I see uh, John Rashawn in the back of a truck beat the nigga up in the back of a truck. And then he started knocking niggas out and knocking niggas into the back of the truck. And I'm like, man, what in the fuck is going on? And right as I'm saying that, a nigga steals me. Bloop. I say, oh, shit. And so I see the nigga. He jumped back. It was one of the light-skinned niggas that was getting beat up in the corner. So, <laughs> they recovered. Right, right, right. It, 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 that exact moment, I'm running towards the nigga, right? So I'm trying to chase to get to the nigga in between two cars. So me and the nigga square up in between the two cars and, a, and a, another van pull up and Lewis is in the van. I don't know how he already done got there, but he didn't grab, he grabbing niggas, tell niggas to get in the car. So he grabbed me by my arm. He's like, come on, Luke, let's go. See, I see Luke getting into the van and then I look at Lewis like, nah, man, that nigga got me fucked up. Nah, nigga, we gonna run the fade. See, uh, Lewis pulled my arm and turned me around. He said, Get your bitch ass in the car. <laughs> so he slapped me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no he had to get your attention. <laughs> yeah. 
Now look, I got stole and slapped. Now I'm just, I'm just, all right, all right. Uh, you look at this nigga, nigga, man. We got in the car, man. And Marley, remember your line brother Marcus Elderson. Dog, they tried to kill us in there tonight. I told y'all it was a setup. Memphis is in there. I don't know what happened, but I if I don't know if you remember this or not. The reason why Memphis, I, the day before Memphis was trying to beat me up because that whole day I was making fun of the fact that that nigga lip was already it swole up because <laughs> he had gotten to the, a fight with some nigga the week before at the club and the nigga hit him and busted his yeah, lip. Yeah, he hadn't healed up yet. He hadn't healed up yet, so he was already already upset. He was like, "Is my lip look bad? Look, little brother, is my lip look bad?" I kind of keep my lip. I was like, "Boy, you need to go and have a funeral for that lip, nigga. It's a dead body and your shit swole up." Keep talking about me. So when we get to the car, Memphis lip then got bigger because somebody done hit him in his lip. So I said, Somebody caught his ass, huh? I said, no. oh, I said, I guess. So we in the car, niggas is upset and tense. And I just say out loud, I guess we could just go ahead and just induct this new nigga that's growing on Memphis. Look, look oh, I'm going to kill you. This nigga hot. He hot. We got an honorary member. He on Memphis lips. I hate fights like that, man, because nobody's ever safe. I wasn't bothering nobody. I had a Kango on. Who fights with a Kango on? And a nigga hit me with that cane, and the first yeah. person, you know, yeah. you know the dude I grabbed wasn't the dude that hit me, huh? Oh, no, it wasn't? No, and I felt bad after I did. I'm lying. I might have felt bad a couple days later. But the dude that hit me with that cane hit me and took off running. I grabbed the first person that I could and suplexed the shit out of him. <laughs> it was the wrong person, but I, you know, at that point I didn't care. I ain't give a shit. Somebody got to get suplexed. Hey man, nigga hit me and ran. Dog, what kind of shit is that? So, uh, uh, it is what it is, man. So wait a minute. All right, yeah, I mean, you might not remember this one. So just before I'm in and become a capital, I'm just we just niggas from the mo. Running around. We go down to AM and me and C. Lou end up peeling up twin sisters. Uh uh. No, no, no. I plead the field. Like Dave Spell say, field. One, two, three, four. Field. Ask me another question. Field. Five. No. So this dude, we had this party. We invite the, the twins to come down. So they come down to the party. We bash them up at the party at the penthouse party. We oh man, it's it's great. I mean when you when you 19 and 20 and you, you fucking twin sisters that look like models Now they teeth wasn't about shit. Their teeth was out of there. But but everything else was great. They volleyball stars. But these teeth diggers, Brace City. It was like ah. Uh, this is this is life. This is life. We peeling them back. Peeling them back. So we leave. The, <laughs> we go back at the party. We get the drunk some more. Drunk the end of night. Me and C. Lou got this this girl in the, in the room, and the bitch looked like Michael Jackson because that's what the Kanye song came out. We got a light skinned friend looked like Michael Jackson. Look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> To the bitch, talking about she looked like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
Fucking her self-confidence up, boy. Fucking her shit up. Straight up bullies. She was fired, but her face looked like bullies. Hey, what was it? What was the nigga name on, on Atlanta? Oh, remember when on Lena and they had the Michael Jackson character? That exactly is what the book That is. That is exactly what that motherfucker looked like. The light skinned Michael Jackson. Not the old MJ, nigga. The last one we got to meet. Not the one from the 80s. The last one. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got to show you who we talking about, dog. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, on Atlanta. Now we literally spent the whole night talking about her. That hey, shit man. was hilarious. Man, look, bro, that shit. Teddy Perkins. That's who it is. That's who she looked Teddy like. Teddy Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> we wasn't shit. You know that. Say, listen. This this bitch looked like she looked like Teddy Perkins. Oh, come on. Teddy Perkins, dog. Teddy Perkins. So look, we roasted, we roasted this lady. All day long, same. <laughs> we get drunk. And I said, "See, look, come on, man, come on to this room real quick." Said, What's up, man? Uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I let you. Say, come on, man. Come on. So, like, about thirty minutes go by. The door opens up. See, Lou slides on in. What's going on in here? <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Mike putting on a show in here, man. <laughs> it's a concert, a free concert. <laughs> Listen, so whatever nigga we get like, man, only for bad bitches. And I, if you around me, see what I'm like. They lying. <laughs> they lying. Everybody made that Michael Jackson one. <laughs> they lying. They lying. They fucking lying, man. She was fucking lying, man. She was fucking ugly, bro. I tried to bring this shit up years ago. Like, hey, come on, dog. <laughs> Don't tell nobody that shit. I don't, you know, that motherfucker. See, Ludo, I talk too much. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, man, come on, Bill, dog. Don't, this thing. Come on. And that shit is funny now. It wasn't funny <laughs> closer to the time. But now, so many years have passed by. Oh, that bitch is like two can Sam and Big Bird <laughs> at the same time, boy. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Oh. The oh. good old days. College days. Good old days. And then we fucked around and grew up. Ain't that some shit? Mm -hmm. I ought to show you all the shit in my truck right now. People without kids, they can keep their cars clean. Nigga, if I just glance around my truck right now, I, there are Dorito wrappers, fruit snacks, two Capri Suns, a Sun Kiss. Somebody had some fucking ketchup. I got ketchup packets and shit in the backseat. At yeah. least a three-piece yeah. chicken nugget. It's it's impossible, dog. With these fucking kids, man, this shit here is different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's next to impossible to try and keep your car clean, dog. You, you know, I really... How about your know. fucking house during this quarantine? Oh! Sleep schedule gone. Sleep, sleep you know schedule so, sleep so far out the window. No, for the first couple of days, I tried to make them clean up and all that shit. And now I just say, hey, man, fuck it. Just move that slice of pizza to the other side of your bed and, and sleep on that side right there, man. I just, I just, I can't, I, I can't. I fucking quit, man. This shit here. You're not going to be able to keep the, man, the house is just going to get furtherly and furtherly out of pocket, dog. Yeah, it I is. Just, I, I'm, I'm, 
man, bro, I'm, I've given up on it. Given I've accepted it. it. Yeah. I've understood it. And I said, okay, these, these, these niggas, these kids, dog, they, listen, bro, they don't, they don't, they're not sleeping regularly. They, they, nope. they, they out of They block. They got all this extra ass energy and shit. How in the fuck I got to make you go to bed at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning and then at 6 30, I open my eyes to this. Daddy, <laughs> you sleep? You sleep? Hell no, I'm not asleep because you sitting here in my face. Pushing me, pushing my cereal? face. Pushing my face. Yeah, can we have some cereal? Motherfucker. It's, it's sick. Fix it yourself. Fix it yourself. Bro, bro, it's we the most. Hey, good luck. I'll let my God, kids fix shit. They be fucking kitchen up. Man, we got a good one, dog. That was a good story, man. Great, a great laugh. Great laugh. Uh, Chris, Chris does real estate now. Um, he he got hey man, a dope real estate firm. So if you're looking to get a house, you're looking to figure out what it takes to get a house, and you in the Houston or Texas area, man, make sure you hit him up. And, and, and uh, where can they where can they find you at, see Luke? Luke, they can find me on the gram at at. Chris underscore sales. That's S E L L S underscore homes. Chris sales homes. Chris underscore sales underscore homes, man. Uh, Facebook, Chris Lewis Realty, man. CEO, black owned and operated. That's me, man. I'm out here trying to do what's right and show my people how to get it, man. That's all. But that's that's, that's important, man. That's important. Definitely important.